What is good, YouTube Quinway? Basketball analysis coming to y'all with that instant analysis on the Los Angeles Clippers beating the Los Angeles Lakers. This was a game where the Clippers got off to a hot start. They was able to hit a bunch of threes. They was able to play solid defense. The Lakers try to make it more interesting in the second half, being more competitive, going for steals, going for blocks, playing with more fight um, that they didn't really have in the first half. It didn't work. The Clippers are more talented. They're more smarter. They have closers, and they just understand how to get it done. They don't really blow leads like that uh, for the most part just because they have everything figured out for the most part when it comes to how to win a game, especially when they had such a cushion that seemed like it was going to be insurmountable to beat. And even when the Lakers made that run, the Clippers didn't panic. They was patient. They was smart. They executed. You got to give credit to Ty Lue for understanding what was working and how to neutralize it defensively and understanding how to continue to score the basketball and moving the ball and scoring in isolation when needed and trusting your guys to execute the game plan and get it done. And I feel like Ty Lue has done that all season. He has done that through his entire career with the Clippers. It's just the personnel is not always there. That's their biggest problem, and that's been their biggest downfall. They look like a team that's one of the best teams in the Western Conference when healthy. They're just never healthy enough to really gauge that. And that's the only problem I have with the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard has looked better. He's been scoring better. He's been more loose, more free. His jump shot looks amazing. His three ball looks amazing. His handle looks better. His confidence is through the roof. And his pull-up game is dangerous. I feel like the Clippers are a problem, but I still have to see it against better competition. I'm not going to rule that out because they have to do it against the best teams, and they haven't done that. You know, they have some wins where you say, okay, I see what they can do, but I haven't seen it enough to really give them that credit. I know they want to be prepared for playoff time, but teams are already doing that now. Will they be too far behind to be ready for those tests as you look at it, it's going to be brutal in the first and second round and then you still got to get to the third round and then you still got to get to the finals that's going to be tough for them to do it's going to be a challenge for the clippers but it's the nba season it's an nba playoffs they have the ability to avoid the play-in which i think will be beneficial to a team like them especially with the problems they inherently have but at the end of the day I got respect for Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers. They're a decent team. They well coach, and they have some switchability, and they have Zubak, who is a solid player in the middle. The Lakers, they still missing AD. It's hard to really judge how good they will be. They was 11-14 and 14 without AD, when AD was healthy, which is a below-average team. They have got guys more healthier since then, but AD has been missing. They missed a lot of portion of their team at that point. And now getting a team healthy, making a Rui trade, and getting AD back should propel them into more of a play-in type of team. But that's something that they should be. You know, with all the injuries, all the roster conjunction and dysfunction, you know, that record should be where it's at. But it's not terrible. It's not beautiful either. But you will take it because it just shows you that they didn't quit and give up on the season. And a lot of it has to do with LeBron Ramon James. He's one of the greatest players ever. You can say the second greatest player ever. I think he's going to retire as the second greatest player ever. But 
This guy is just absolutely unstoppable. This guy, whatever he sets his mind to, he tries to figure out how to get it done. 46 points, negative 14 and plus minus one block, two steals, seven assists, eight rebounds. One of them was offensive, five of five from the free throw line, nine of 14 from three. The pull-up game was there. The step-back game was there. He was even driving to the basket at will, finishing in a variety of different ways. Brown Jr., seven points, negative 13 and plus minus, two personal fouls, one block, three assists, one rebound, one of five from three, three of seven from the field. He tried out there. His three ball just wasn't falling, but he, at least he made one. Thomas Bryant has been one of the bright spots on his team. Wasn't healthy at the beginning of the season, but has been a great addition when he has been able to play. 15 points, negative six and plus minus, one personal foul, two turnovers, seven rebounds, one to one from the free throw line, two or three from the three-point line, six of 11 from the field. Patrick Beverly continues to struggle offensively. Um, three points, negative 15 and plus minus, two personal fouls, one turnover, one steal, four assists, two rebounds. They all was offensive, one of six from three, one of eight from the field. Dennis Schroeder was probing, but really didn't have a big impact on this game. Seven points, negative 11 and plus minus, two personal fouls, one turnover, one block, two steals. Two rebounds, one of three from the three-point line, three of nine from the field. William Gabriel, eight points, negative 12 and plus minus. Six rebounds, two um, defensive. Four of them was offensive. All three from the free throw line, four or six from the field. Swinder, zero points, one rebound. All one from the three-point line. Toscano Anderson contributed four points, negative four and plus minus. Two personal fouls, one assist, one rebound. All two from the three-point line, two of five from the field. Jones zeros across the board, but he did have one rebound and one block. Um, and it was 0-1 from the field. Westbrook came off the bench, gave them some type of fight. 17 points, negative 11 and plus minus. He did have one personal foul and two turnovers. He did give you two steals and five assists. He was eight of 13 from the free throw line. Was a wrecking ball in the paint. One of four from the three point line. Four of 13 from the field. Scotty Pippen Jr. Three points. One assist, one or two from the free throw line, one or two from the field. And Christie, five points, negative four and plus minus. One steal, two rebounds, one or two from the three-point line, two or three from the field. 44% from the field for the Lakers. 40% from three. That's rare that they shoot above average. But they was able to get there just because they had a lot of open opportunities. You want to see this continue in the future. I doubt it, but they're capable of making some spot-ups. they NBA players. 62% from the free throw line. That kind of hurt them when they tried to make a comeback that they couldn't pile up and take advantage of as much points as they could score. But they left some at the office. 32 rebounds, 21 assists. Eight steals, four blocks, six turnovers, 13 personal fouls. And the Clippers just got it going straight out the gate. They improved to 25 and 24. They're 12 and 13 away from the same home place as the Lakers um, in Los Angeles. They're, the Lakers are 22 and 25, 12 and 11 at home. So they're above average. The Clippers are below average and below 500. Um, the Clippers outscored them 37 to 30 in the first quarter. In the second quarter, they had an onslaught of offense, 40 to 24. In the third quarter, the Lakers chipped away at the lead, 28 to 21. And 35 to 33 in the fourth quarter, the Clippers was able to get it under control and hold the Lakers below what they needed to. They needed to outscore them in the fourth quarter, and the Clippers would not allow that to happen. 
Um, 25 points, plus 16 and plus minus, three personal foul, one turnover, two blocks, two steals, three assists, nine rebounds. Two of them was offensive, three or four from the free throw line or four from the three-point line, 11 of 16 from the field for Kawhi the Claw Leonard. Five points, plus seven and plus minus, one personal foul, one rebound, one or two from the three-point line, two or four from the field. Zubat, six points. Plus seven and plus minus three personal foul, one turnover, one block, eight rebounds. Two of them was offensive, three or four from the field. Paul George contributed 27 points, which they really did need. It's good to see him and Kawhi Leonard healthy at the same time um, and playing well off of each other. Three personal fouls, four turnover. He did get one block, four assists, nine rebounds. One of them was offensive, two or two from the free throw line, three of nine from the three-point line, 11 of 20 from the field. And Terrence Mann started again with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in the lineup. I think that's a good athletic, long, tough lineup to score on. 17 points, plus seven and plus minus. Two steals, two assists, three rebounds, three or four from the free throw line, four or seven from three. Gave them that much-needed space so they could operate in the mid-range area. Five or ten from the field. Nicholas Batum, four points, plus four and plus minus. Two personal foul, two turnovers, one block, six assists, five defensive rebounds. One of them was offensive, one or two from the free throw line, one or two from three, one or two from the field. Covington, eight points, plus 14 and plus minus. Three personal foul, three blocks, one assist, four rebounds. Two or two from the three-point line, three or three from the field. Um, uh, debate, two points, zeros across the board. Powell came off the bench and brought flair and good offense, 22 points, plus 13 and plus minus, three personal foul, two turnovers, four assists, four rebounds, one of them was offensive, two or two from the free throw line, four or five from three, eight or 12 from the field. Reggie Jackson hit his threes, got to the paint, penetrated, got guys involved, does what he usually does. It's good to see him playing back great basketball. Same with Norman Powell. He's been good for the, like, the last two months. Reggie Jackson has been great. Um, the last two weeks, plus 11 and plus minus, two personal foul, two turnovers, five assists, three rebounds, one to one from the free throw line, four or seven from three, seven to 13 from the field. Coffee, zero points, plus three and plus minus, zeros across the board, 60% from the field. You don't really see a team do that for four quarters, but they was able to accomplish that tonight. 50% from three, that's tough to do against a team like the Lakers that did show some fight in the second half but they was able to get that done. And 80% from the free throw line, that's typical for a team like the Clippers. That's about their standard, 12 or 15 from the free throw line, um, 80%. 47 rebounds, 25 assists, four steals, nine blocks, 12 turnovers, 20 personal fouls. I love what I seen out the Clippers tonight. They were very impressive. They were very consistent. And I feel like they showed that they can hang with teams this season. But now I just got to see them against the best of the best and see if they can beat them consistently on these next two months. This is a test to the Clippers. Can they stay healthy? Can they play Kawhi Leonard and Paul George together and beat the best of the best for a long stretch of time and prove it consistently? That's the only question I got for the Clippers. Is a question that we had all season. I think it's fair. I think it's legit. But they still have to answer it or let's say we'll be getting an early playoff exit like we seen them do in the bubble. People always bring up 
Kawhi Leonard was healthy. He was healthy in the bubble, and they did lose against Denver, who's at the top of the West, and that's a team they might have to face in the first or the second round. But don't forget, they also have Memphis and other teams that are just on the same level as them, if not been playing better and has good matchups against them too that they can utilize to their advantage. And that's something that you have to look at this team and say, is they really going to be prepared when they don't even know how their starting lineup going to look? They don't even know how guys going to play and if guys will play. And if that's the case, that's a bad recipe for success. But the Clippers are trying to defy the odds. They have one of the best players when healthy. He's looking like one of the best players again. But can he get back to being the best player like he was in Toronto when he won the ship and look like he can do anything that he wants to do on both ends of the court? Michael Jordan like just a little worse version. Well, a lot worse than Michael Jordan. He, ain't, he was nowhere near as good as Michael, but he was, you know, competitively wise he was there and that's what you want to see and I feel like he can get back to there I'm starting to see it the last two weeks but can the body hold up that's the question same with Paul George and the rest of this team but Ty Lue deserves the credit from being able to absorb all the bull all the hate all the criticism and still be professional still coach these guys still hold them accountable and still challenge and push them i feel like you don't get enough credit for that so i'm gonna give them credit first and as you see i'm one of the most influential people in the world so people are going to take what i say like they've been doing the last 10 years and they're going to start spreading it around as i started to see especially with the word analysis everybody use it even in podcasts even on tv that spread it around and I'm just going to continue to get my credit and hopefully Ty Lue can continue to get his and hopefully he can get a championship without LeBron to prove that he's a great coach and he didn't need LeBron to win. That's how he feels. I understand where he's coming from. We all got things we want to prove to ourselves and prove to our careers. And I don't really blame him for that. I got love and respect for him for what I done seen and hopefully he can get that done in the future. Other than that, like, comment, subscribe, and share. Hit the notification bell for more analysis so you can get it right when it comes out. And other than that, check out the podcast, check out the Facebook page, and like on Facebook to show support. Continue to show the love that y'all been showing. Quinn Wade, Basketball Analysis, signing out.